and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Horror Connection. I'm your host, Tony Viejo. With me, as always, is Sir Michael Blinsky. Mike, how are we doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. You were just checking out the house. We've been getting a lot of work done. Yeah, the tile and bathroom looks great. I love the shower curtain. Oh, that's all Jen. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> I, I love you. You've been a friend of mine for the better part of over a decade, but uh, yeah, you're not picking out the shower curtain. You're a guy. It's not happening. Yeah, in your I picked out the stuff in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you picked up the arcade. Yeah, <laughs> the important shit. Yeah, the video like, game rooms coming together. Now, as so. someone who was raised by like a single mom, like I happen to notice like bathroom aesthetics. Jen did a good job. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. so got to paint in the bathroom, but we got the hallway painted, living room, dining room, kitchen. Nice. The arcades coming together. So it's 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 coming. It's coming. There's a lot still to do, but it's yeah. coming. All right. Yeah. So much work. Where's the uh, hot naked chicks room? It's coming. Okay. It's one of my favorite kids in the hall bits. He's, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the episode, but there's one of them. He's, a, uh, I think, uh, Dave Foley's a realtor showing a house. And uh, he's like, yeah, and this is the naked chick's room. And, I've never seen this one. Okay. And like the guy goes, like, he's like, wait, the ad said it was the hot naked chick's room. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, that's a typo. This is just a naked chick's room. <laughs> And they're going back and forth while the door's open, while the girls are just dancing around this room, whether they're hot or just naked, <laughs> and what kind of room they would want. And <laughs> nice. I, some of the current kids in the hall stuff is gold. Gold. Much like Arrested Development is gold. First three seasons only. Much like Giraptors, which you can look up on moosedumps.com. You can check that out. You can pre-order that book. Fantastic book by Darren Martinez. You know, Comedy comedian extraordinaire of uh, Northeast Philadelphia, writer of both Moose Dumps Volume One and Two, great anthology series of the teenage style meatballs ish kind of stuff you'd be looking for in some uh, Goosebumps parody type books. Please check him out; you'll enjoy them. You can pick up on his website. He needs to kick Belinsky a few copies, and Belinsky's willing to pay for him. I don't know how they got hooked us up, so like it just has to happen. Get in touch with us. I don't know what you got to do. Hit the numbers. You know how to reach us. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us anywhere. Just hashtag the horror connection. You'll find it. Look it up. You'll see it. Anywho, as we were saying, right now we're going to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite horror movie, The Exorcist 3. What? Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah, he has a special on Netflix that I haven't seen yet. But coincidentally, two weeks ago, I watched The Exorcist 3, and then the next day, everyone else is talking about The Exorcist 3 on social media. I was like... Did I coincidentally watch it like on an Did anniversary? Did this happen? <laughs> what happened here? Did I like no? Jer- so apparently in this new docu series uh, with the Evan Peters, yes, the guy from American Hanukkah Story, America, America Hanukkah Story, American Amer- Hanukkah Story, <laughs> the Jewish version, uh, American Adam Sandler executive produced it. <laughs> no, American Horror Story. Um, it's got like a dark, like goth metal version of the Hanukkah song as the theme song. I kind of want that. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Uh, Evan Peters is famous from American Horror Story, various seasons. And just play that overall creepy guy. And Quicksilver in the non-MCU X-Men franchise. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, is it backdoored in now? I just want to say backdoored in. Well, yeah, because it was Deadpool a, is part of the MCU. Well, he was also backdoored in in the Scarlet Witch show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. so since Multiverse of Madness fed off that he's technically but even though he says in the show like i don't know i'm not real you made me up i don't know where i'm from like he they even addressed that in the couple episodes anywho 
Um, he plays Jeffrey Dahmer, an excellent psychopath, and apparently we find out in the series, or have already known, uh, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not a big true-life crime person. Um, Pass will tell you otherwise, but I'm not. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite horror movie was The Exorcist 3, and apparently he watched this every day and was obsessed with the Gemini killer on the, in the movie. I did not know this when I presented this to the Incubator of Progeny, and she immediately got sucked into this movie because it's a well-made fucking movie. Best Exorcist movie. I'm, I'm, I, I, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. Best. Oh, best really? Really? Because, like, it's hard for me to go over the OG Exorcist, man. The original Exorcist is yeah. fucking good. Let's just, let's just off the cuff, what's your order? One, three, four, B, four, A, TV show two. Okay, see, I wasn't even going to throw a TV show in there. Huh. Huh. Now it's harder. <laughs> so I'm still 3-1 TV show. Uh, then I'm going to go 4-4, four, four, ninth configuration, and 2. <laughs> You're counting ninth configuration? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. It's technically, it's part of it. <sighs> technically. <laughs> it's been a while, so I have to rewatch that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I I've read about how it is connected, but yeah. I've never picked up on it myself. So, um, so the main character is the astronaut who, at the party where she pees on the floor in the original one, she's like, "You're gonna die up there." Yeah. the astronaut. He's the main character. Really, the ninth configuration. Yeah. So okay. he goes insane after meeting her, and gets locked in a mental institution, and that's ninth configuration. Okay, definitely have to check that out then. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. It's better than two. Is Demi more? Well, <laughs> The Monsters by Rob Zombie, which we reviewed two podcasts True. ago, is better than There's two. There's a lot of things that are better than two. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. Repossessed. Time out. So. so my- <laughs> we're going to start repossessing there. I'm rearranging my list again. Because then it's one. Three, repossessed. One. Three. <laughs> four B. Four A. Yeah. Because then I'm putting it. I'm going three one show repossessed four four ninth configuration two. For those of you that don't know, Repossessed is a Exorcist parody movie Amazing. starring Amazing. Liam Nielsen as a uh, the Father Marion character. Yeah. And uh, Linda Blair as the possessed person. Yeah. In the movie. Uh, hence why it's called Repossessed. It's hilarious. It's great. It's very funny. Uh, you probably saw it on Prism as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's for sure. Next podcast, Prism as a kid. <laughs> I saw it on Prism <laughs> as a kid. Anywho, um, yeah, Exorcist Three came out in 1990. Uh, directed by William Peter Blatley. Blatty. Blatty. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are like, "Oh no!" But he's the guy that wrote the book. Yeah, that generally doesn't work out where the person that writes the source material directs the movie and it's good. No, this guy knew the pacing. Maximum Overdrive. Oh, that's not good. It's the only one Stephen King directed. I know. It's, yeah. I have to say. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, uh, Blatty understood pacing, understood how to yeah. make this movie. Now, much like The Exorcist outside the first one, 
Did a studio get involved and try to re-edit this movie? Fuck yeah, it did. Because it's The Exorcist, and that's what you do. You hire people, like the person who created the franchise, to direct the movie. And then you go behind his back and go, you know what? That's not how it should go. Uh, but overall, what was released to the general public originally, uh, he even stated, wasn't bad. Yeah, was not was not too far off from his original intention. So essentially, they put way more. Um, what's his name in it? Uh, Lee J. Cobb. No, uh, George C. Scott. No, um, the guy who played Damien in the original. Oh, Father Cares. Yeah, there was way less of him in the yeah. original guy, and there was no exorcism. Yeah, which the studio insisted. The Exorcist had to have an exorcist. Yeah. Because <laughs> there isn't one. Because the book is called Legion. Yeah, the book is called... The, the, it's based upon a novel called Legion. Yeah. And if any of you guys remember the, who was Legion in the Bible, for we are many, it was the demons and blah, 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 blah. And that they were everywhere. Um, I really dug this movie. Again, because it, it plays... Up, I, one of my favorite... And again, it's a subgenre of horror. Uh, it transverses all genres of horror, though, whether it be slasher, monster... Uh, religious, supernatural, whatever. I love Catholic horror. Mm. Like, The Omen is one of my f- favorite franchises. The Exorcist is one of my favorite horror movies. I love anything that the Catholic Church is like, eh, no, that's, that's, you shouldn't be talking about that. That's questionable content. Um, it just really soothes my soul when there's Catholic horror about, when it's just like, ah, oh, piece of shits. Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> you are monsters. Uh, that, the church. Oh, what's funny is the original Exorcist is a Christian horror film. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, again, it, it fires on all cylinders at like you know Jesus saves the day, blah blah blah, and, which it really doesn't. It just possesses the one other yeah. priest, and the priest jumps out the window and dies. And for anybody who doesn't know, Christian horror is a real genre. Yeah. Go look that shit up. I mean, there's like only two famous ones, and one of them is the Exorcist. <laughs> so. Now, to be fair, though. Christian Rock's amazing. I mean, I do like some Striper. Everything. I was going to say, I love Slayer. <laughs> this movie picks up 17 years or 15 years after the first movie. One of those two. One of them. Um, and uh, it picks up because the Gemini Killer is supposedly striking again. Um, George C. Scott stars in it. Yes. Uh, played the Lee J. Cobb character from the first movie. Hmm. Sorry, I had a nice yawn there. Been up since 4 a.m. Give me a break, people. It's like 9 o'clock here on the East Coast. 9.30. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Lee J. Cobb plays the lead in it. Uh, he plays the same detective from the first movie. I'm sorry, George C. Scott plays the detective in it. He plays the same detective from the first movie. And this movie is centered around uh, the cop and another priest, Father Marin. Uh, from uh, I think he's in the first movie for like a second. Yeah, he's um Damien's friend. Yeah, in the him, first movie. So they they you uh, see him. He's in like three scenes. Yeah. In the first movie. So both of those characters in the book of The Exorcist, for anybody who hasn't read it, have a bigger role. Yes. Yeah. The him, the Kinderman character, the cop, and the priest. They're they're both in it. The Exorcist, the original, is actually a pretty faithful adaptation of the book. It just trims stuff out to make it fit into a <coughs> movie. And a lot of what gets trimmed is their stuff, which makes sense because they yeah. are secondary characters. But then where that is a little tougher for the non-book reader people is now they're the main characters in the next movie. And they have this great yeah. friendship. <laughs> right. You know, like, and people are just like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but like at the same time, in a roundabout way, if you think about it, it's not it's not implausible that two guys, one that was a friend of the priest and one that was helping the priest with an investigation. Right. You know, the priest dies, so those guys become friends. Yeah, they get brought together. That, that, that. Yeah. It's not far fetched at yeah, all. Yeah, it's not a stretch. To you know, there. so yeah. it's easy for a non fan of the book and or uh, franchise to jump in and enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Now, like we said earlier, this is one of the top two Exorcist movies. Yeah, and like, it totally ignores Exorcist too. It does totally ignores it. It's, it's a standalone. Yeah. It's its own movie. Um, it deals with a murderer that's on the loose that is replicating who a serial killer was 15 years ago. That Kinderman had stopped. That Kinderman had stopped, or at least who he thought he stopped. Right. Um, and then you come to find out through this movie. That through a series of catatonic possessions, that this when the serial killer was executed, he actually just possessed the body of Father Karras. Correct. And that Pazuzu allowed it to happen. Pazuzu being the demon from the first movie, not Satan. Right. A lot of people think it's the devil. They do. And that's I find that misconstruing because you're not fucking paying attention to the goddamn movie. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred six in Park going on out fucking side. Um, sounds like a year of that. Yeah, you just heard an air horn by yourself. That's fucking scary as shit. Just like sometimes I'm in the middle of the night, my kids just laugh in their sleep. That scares the shit out of me, man. <laughs> just a toddler laughing. Oh my god. <laughs> then you just hear, do you think we woke them up? Yeah. <laughs> do they know we're in the room? Yeah. That's another thing that scares me. Like, two o'clock in the morning, I was, oh, my, my four year old just stared at me. Dad, I can't sleep. Well, neither can I now. I found this knife. <laughs> Told me to kill for him. Boom, <laughs> Thorn. What? Son, you want to be in Thorn Trilogy Land? Yay. Uh, anywho, Exorcist Three, Legion. Yes. Um, so, again, centers around Kinderman, Father Marion, and uh, the Gemini Killer. And then these murders that start happening in the same way of the Gemini Killer. But the exact same way of the Gemini Killer. Not how it was reported. And that's what I like about the extra three, because it does that whole thing. Like we reported to the media that this is how the killings went down, right. and we called a copycat a time or two. This is how the killings actually went down, and this is what's perplexing us is because now we have actual Gemini killer killings again, and we killed him. So apparently, Pazuzu allowed the Gemini killer to possess Father Karras, which Father Karras has been held up in this institution as patient X this whole time, while the Gemini killer spent the last fifteen years rewiring his brain. So, and, and there's, this is the one, I can almost understand, and obviously I don't think you should fuck with the director and creator's kind of vision on it. I can understand why they added an exorcism to yes. it, because it's what people expect to see in the movie. The weird thing that they cut that's in the book and apparently in the original cut of the movie is how Damien's still alive. Yeah. And why they don't know that he's still alive. So apparently, like, when Kinderman goes to see him at the morgue, the heart beats after he leaves. Yeah, he's yeah. not dead. Yeah, he's and, not dead. Yeah, in the hospital, they realize that, and being Christians, they they decide that they're just going to keep him alive in yeah. secret. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Gemini killer is stewing in his brain. Right, because he's trapped there. He's trapped. Damage. Yeah. Because when there's so much damage from falling down the flight of stairs that he... You find out it took him 15 years to rewire his brain. Yeah, because that's the one thing I think for people who aren't as familiar with the franchise as a whole is just how is he in Damien's body when Damien died. Damien didn't die. That was cut from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's still – and if you watch the original Exorcist, you don't actually see him die. 
you see um, Dyer giving him his last rites. You see Dyer giving the last rites. Yeah. Giving him the last rites, and he's squeezing his hand to respond to it. And then you see them afterwards where they assume that he's dead. Yes. And in between that, he's not actually dead. He's just brain dead, and the hospital's keeping him alive. He's a vegetable. Yeah. You know, because, like, you know, they keep vegetables alive and not let people get vasectomies that are close to their house. That's all I'm saying. Seriously. I, 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 my, my, I have an appointment for a vasectomy on Monday. Okay. Uh, that, for a consultation. Um, and I, it's in Doylestown. It's not a walk-in? No. <laughs> it, it, it's in Doylestown. Thankfully, I work in Doylestown. Okay. But the closest place that would see me on my insurance that's not Catholic-based is Doylestown. I have to get to make sure I don't have any more children. I have to go. I have to go a few blocks away from my work. I work an hour away from where I live, and like I already have two kids. Like, come on. Like, I'm not even Catholic. Just, 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 you know, just snip it off. Yeah, just do it. You know, disconnect the fuse. Let the starter fluid still come out, but just, just disconnect the what makes it spark. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. So, but that is one thing I feel like this movie needed because I think that that's a leap that a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, that was the hard part. Like yeah. when uh, like that was the one thing that the incubator progeny at the end of the movie was like. So, what do we miss between the death, the, the stairwell scene in the first movie, right. and him possessing Father Karras apparently in this movie? Yeah. Um, and that was her. That was her beef with it. And like I had to look it makes up online because it, yeah. it, 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 it's not explained. It's not at explained. All. Yeah. Unless you, know. you read the book or know that that was a cutscene from the movie, yeah, exactly. Because like, you don't know that he's not dead; he's just a vegetable being kept alive in a Catholic hospital. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. you don't know that. Yeah. Um, now, now the, the thing, thing I do like is the Pazuzu and the Gemini killer brag. They're very braggable about like how they love to possess the catatonic, because mm. in this hospital there is a catatonic wing, so he's just possessing people and having them do his bidding. Yes, and I Which love leads that. to the jumpiest jump. Scare oh my god, that ever the jumped. greatest jump scare that ever jumped. <laughs> Best setup. You're not going to find a better jump scare than the Exorcist three. If you do, let us know. You can find us on the hashtags. You can look us up. You can contact Darren Martinez through MooseDumps.com. Pre-order Jurassic and be like, "Hey, I have a better jump scare. Can you get in touch with Tony and Mike?" And he'll do it. He'll do that shit for you. Exactly. But you got to pre-order a copy of Jurassic first. And what's great about it. Is just, just like, like the, the carpet, carpet in The Shining. This jump scare has now been recreated and does it. It does. does. It has. Yeah. It has. Because um, it, it's just taken on this life of its own. Now. It has. Speaking of The Shining, um, I know you have some older ones, not so much little ones anymore that hang around. Mm-hmm. Um, are they still in the cars at all or no? Cars like? Pixar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did, have you tra- seen any of the new car shorts? No. You need to check out uh, Cars on the Road. I think it's episode two where they stay at the Haunted Mansion. Okay. And Lightning McQueen is in The Shining. Oh, nice. Because he's, well, going, he's going down the hallways and all of a sudden the carpet turns and there's like, there's two other, there's two twin cars and then the elevator doors open up and it's antifreeze. Nice. Like it's, it's, it's done nice. really. And then there's a picture of him like he's always been there. <laughs> so there's two mayors asleep the whole time. Um, Every Pixar movie has the shining carpet in it. The really? The geometric pattern. Yeah, it's in every Pixar movie. I never knew that. Yeah, sometimes it's carpet. Sometimes sometimes it's flat out what it is. Like in the original Toy Story, when they go in the, the villain kid's room, he has the shining carpet. Different things like that. Uh, I think in Andy's house, it's the pe- pattern on his wallpaper. Okay. Things like that. But it's in every Pixar movie. Interesting. That geometric pattern shows up on stuff, so that doesn't surprise me. That sounds awesome, though. I can't wait to watch it. No, no again, it was yeah. one of those things like when because my, my boys are both really into uh, cars and The Shining. 
it, well, <laughs> I, one probably more so than the other. Um, we were. Uh, like, How I was are watching. they on Doctor Sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I actually haven't watched that myself yet. Um, but it's funny because we were we were watching that episode, and I just started laughing my ass off. My, my Michael, who's my four year old, looks at me. He's like, "What's so funny?" I'm like. You don't. It's, it's it's an inside joke between me and, and Lightning McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> Pixar made this part just for me. Exactly. <laughs> well, and then uh, I I appreciate that in all the Disney and yeah. Pixar stuff that there's the the little winks and nods for adults to enjoy it. Much like the extras three, there's plenty of stuff for the kids to enjoy too. Jump scares, possessions, murder, lots of murder. Cop procedurals, like it's a stacked movie. It's I, one of the things I like about it. It feels like you're watching the original Law and Order. Yeah, it really does. Because like it's no, it's they're, they're, it's a case that's going on. There's yeah. murders until that are the end when it, it's overtly horror. Yeah. In the last act, like the first two acts of the movie, more or less, could be just a particularly dark Law and Order episode. Yeah. yeah. There's a satanic, a satanic panic going around. Yeah. You know. So, but yeah, Extra Three, I adore it. It's a great flick. I'm happy that uh, I was able to share it with people again, and it's a fun movie. It is. I'm gonna just say it again: best movie of the Exorcist franchise for me. I can't do it. <laughs> I really like the first one. No, I I really enjoyed the first one. Too, but Exorcist right? Three is right there, man. It's this it's, one clicked with me uh, in such a way that, and I found out years later that somebody else I knew did this exact same thing. Uh, recorded the audio of the movie to a cassette tape and would fall asleep listening to it. That's macabre. <laughs> that's, that's what I did. I would fall asleep listening to the audio of Exorcist 3. There you go. On a cassette tape. Wow. That explains and a lot. Years later, found out that another guy I knew did the exact same thing. That's creepy as well. Yeah, he gave me Steve. Oh. <laughs> so, tie it all together for you there. It's, that's a pretty little bow from the time I walked in the door to the time now. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a few... Uh, episodes of the hard connection for you guys we're definitely going to be uh, breaking some things up and coming back um in another week or so because uh halloween's ends come out yeah do you have any predictions of halloween's end uh, it won't be the end it won't be it definitely won't be the end <laughs> yeah. won't be the end um, a couple of people are like you think it's really gonna be the last one uh, no. no no john carper even came out and said yeah no no as long as it unless it like tanks and even then it just means a longer wait till the yeah. next one it doesn't mean it's over until we forgot about how much it sucked yeah it just means a gap between movies. You'll have to wait like five or six years. Do you think this one's a copycat killer? Like, not Michael Myers in it? So, like, starts off with someone, like, doing copycat killings before Michael Myers comes back and does the killings? Hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm more interested to see... I've they, heard a lot of speculation about the radio tower. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff about that. I'm more interested to see if they actually put any sort of supernatural attributes to them because they kind of hinted that at the end of kills they had to have yeah so i feel like that's where we're going like if this goes full thorn <laughs> so like i've said in numerous halloween groups uh for the past year if this movie doesn't end with him putting on a silver shamrock mask and the silver shamrock mask and the silver shamrock being playing and it's just like eating away at his face it's all for nothing or his final battle with Laurie Strode, this final battle with Laurie Strode, they're struggling, and she like rips a piece of the mask off, and the Silver Shamrock's logo, yeah, like falls on the the little coin chip. There's there's got to be some. I mean, we've gotten like Silver Shamrock's exists in this universe. Yeah, it does. And they have flat out insinuated that he has some sort of supernatural exactly in the end of Kills, where she says that he just keeps getting stronger by all the people that he kills. Wow. 
I actually hope that Halloween's end overall, everything we've seen in the trailer, doesn't exist. And it's just a remake of Halloween 3. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just some totally different movie. You just turn on Peacock on October 14th, and it's like, booty, 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 two morning Halloween. Halloween. You're like, what the fuck? Tom Atkins runs what by. He's got and a sixer. He has a sixer. <laughs> robot with tiny gears. All right, folks, that's the Night Train Effect. Thank you. Season two has begun. We'll be back with more episodes. We're going to have some fun. Thank you.